Chinadal from Hollywood and Chinadal Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Hey, everybody, it's Chinadal. Welcome to episode 53. Hope you guys have a good night. We're talking about COVID and how it worsens social isolation. Hey, look at that, man. She actually did pretty good on the opening. I look at uh, China now. I said, you know what? I am tired of opening the show all the time. Got to get you more involved. Everybody wants to see her pretty face. They don't want to see my ugly mug right now. Uh, how's my beard going, man? Uh, I think it's looking awesome. Yeah, okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like facial hair, but... I already told everybody I am not shaving it until a year. Okay. And then it's just going to get trimmed. I'm going to keep it, man. I'm going Phil Robinson. You know, I had to change my hoodie because everybody was saying, why are you wearing the same uh, shirt? It's not a shirt. It's a hoodie. It's cold in here. Shit, I'm wearing the same hoodie. Yeah, the one you shop with... uh, In the boys' section. In the boys' boys section. section. (laughs) My my car hurt. I see you have your uh, blonde... uh, uh, play toy uh that's <laughs> do not make fun of my blonde toy it keeps her busy man it really does uh we're having a good day today she actually had a bipolar episode yesterday night i wanted to throw her out a freaking window yeah uh, fuck it i was a bitch you were you were you know I, you know i'm sad to say it's like most my attitude lately has been revolving because of crap that happens at work you got to learn how to keep freaking your work at work okay but like uh two nights ago when i was closing you know we have to enforce this mask mandate you know i had to sign yeah now yeah now you know, i had to sign a paper saying that one i would wear my mask at all times and two i would enforce it and i am not to wait on customers unless they're wearing a mask how many times in a day can i get called an f and b because i'm telling them to wear a damn mask we have them right by the door for free we're not charging you know i find it funny that they don't have a damn problem wearing it at walmart or any of the grocery stores but when they come into your work they're dicks well uh, yeah which cracks me up because they're never in there for more than 10 minutes if that they're coming in paying for gas coming in getting a pack of cigarettes less than five minutes depending how many people are in there you know and then i had an interesting you know night you know two nights ago with the a customer you know and these people that are coming in the i've had a couple instances with this group of people you know they're from fiji and you know he he wanted one of my cigarettes mm-hmm. and i'm like well i don't give away my cigarettes you know i work for them they're like 10 bucks a pack yeah it's not like the old days freaking uh it's two dollars a pack okay we don't care right but, but now it's ten dollars a pack yeah and he all you're, you know, calling me all these names and stuff, telling me how I'm worthless and this and that because I wouldn't give him a cigarette. Uh-uh. I'm never around. You know what? I get pissed off because, you know what? I can, you know, I'm feeling froggy. I need some boxing. <laughs> you feeling froggy, you need to jump. I need to jump a little bit, man. I'm never around when this happens. No, you missed it. So, episode 53. 53. What are we talking about again? COVID and how it's... uh. 
it's really affecting people. I wanted to have my daughter on because she actually works in the field uh, with the nursing homes for a while. Now she's doing her other stuff. Uh, but she could have gave us an insight, especially with the nursing homes. Oh, yeah. And before we start out the show, I had a buddy that died of it. Yes. And you just learned, uh, what is it, uh, one of the cops here in town that's not going to make it, right? Uh, it's looking very bleak. Uh, I guess this week he's going to be getting a feeding tube and a trach. And they are transferring him to one of those short-term, long-term facilities mm-hmm. uh, because the machines are still 75% for him. And still breathing for Still him. breathing for him. So they're going to do what they need to do and get him transferred. And then I guess it's it's the wife's call. And to, to take s- him off of it? To see what you know, they're they're trying to see if there's some sort of future outlook. I believe. Um, I know they tried weaning him off the medication to wake him, and it it didn't do anything. So we're gonna have to. It's a waiting game. What do you mean they tried to wean him off the medication to wake him up? Because they have him in uh, medically, uh, I guess medically induced coma mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like he's out. He's out for the count, so he doesn't fight the machines. And they wanted to see if they could, if they lessen the medication, if he would wake up. And I guess it uh, wasn't a positive. Man. So, yeah, they're. And the reason why I bring this up is, I actually get tired of hearing people after knowing some people that actually died from it. That was close. Uh, and then you have what's going around here in town mm. saying, well, it's just the flu. There's nothing bad. And uh, mm-hmm. they're just trying to take away your rights and all that stuff. I get tired of hearing that. Yeah, I get tired of the people coming in that all of a sudden have underlying conditions that you know don't because you've seen them at the grocery store wearing a mask. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then I don't know how many times in a day I get lectured from people. Even my doctor will tell you it's just the flu. Yeah, until you catch that. Yeah, I mean, you're th- if somebody you know has it or somebody, you know, if you lose somebody from it, somebody you know has it, you hear all these, you know, terrifying stories. You know, I'm petrified every day. I think my, my system at this point, you know, with all the hand sanitizer, I've never had to dry or skin in my entire life with all the hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm washing hands frequently, like way more than I have ever have. you guys ever noticed she keeps on saying, you know, you know, it kind of gets uh, head wrecking to me as a radio guy. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm washing my hands 10 times more than I ever have. So that dries out your skin. Then you got the hand sanitizer on top of that. Basically, between every customer, it's just, it's just it's getting crazy. And then eight hours, you know, I'm sure people wear theirs longer than I do, but I'm wearing mine seven, eight hours. You know, and you know how gross it is when you sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> well, usually, you know, you take off the damn mask, but I had a buddy... Like I said at the beginning of this show, he was a bodybuilder, man. He was in just awesome freaking shape. And he went on the ventilator and ended up, uh, you know, passing away. 
And that one, I think, really kicked me in the balls right there because I went to high school with him. I knew him. With everybody saying it's just the flu, it's just the flu, well, if you have underlying conditions, then it's bad. No, this guy was freaking, you know, he was a monster. He was very healthy, and it kicked his butt. So I think I get, uh, again, a little disturbed by that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, it's, it's just so great how everybody thinks that they know everything about this disease. I think it's, a, you know, on, when, before we came on air, I was, told you, I was like, man, I think this is coming back. I think the strains mutated where it got worse. You were, the county we're in right now is at 20% or above. That's a lot of freaking people. That's worse than when it started. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and then as of Friday, we're going back to partial lockdown where there are you know, bars and restaurants only outside. Okay, it's a little cold. Just saying. You know, I do feel sorry for the businesses. I really do. But... On the other hand, you just told me at the beginning of the show, one of the bars here in town, they had a bus outside. They did, over the weekend. They, they uh, I can't remember if uh, it was Friday or Saturday, but they had a bus parked outside. God only knows how many people were in that bus. And, yeah, the cops just kind of put blinders on and kept going. Do you think that... <laughs> After knowing some of the people that died from this, do you think that we need to start taking it a lot more seriously? Yeah. I mean, it's totally changed my view on it. In the beginning, I was just like, eh. Yeah, you used to give me hell, man. I mean, and and I've been doing all the precautions even since the get-go, you know. But it's like, we're all just like, I was just like, whatever. Whatever. And now... And my views have totally changed on it. I mean, I'm... You know, I'm probably going to piss off some of our listeners, but I actually asked you, I was like, do you really think that Trump's handling this right? Because at this point, I'm iffy. You know, sometimes I wonder about him. I mean, you got all these people coming in, you know, at my work, saying all kinds of crap about now, I know Trump. Now, I know it's at the state level, but do you think they're handling it right at the federal level? No. I don't. Uh, I think he needs to uh, get more involved with each state, even though they claim he, you know, I guess like you've told me in the past, he can't do that. Well, you know, he can coordinate with the state governors and stuff. It is ultimately on the state governors to do it. That I know. But... The stimulus pack, you haven't heard nothing about it. No, it's like on the wayside, it seems like. You had Senator McConnell, who should be working on this for the American people, crying on the Senate floor yesterday about how we have to stay in Afghanistan, we have to stay in Iraq. We've been there 20 damn years. It's time to bring them home. Everybody knows how I feel about the wars and the endless stuff. It just helps the the war machine. Yeah. But they should be working on the coronavirus stimulus package, especially right now that a lot of businesses are going to start going down. It's bad enough that the stimulus uh, loans that went out to the businesses earlier this year, over half of them have closed down. Mm-hmm. because of uncertainty and now we have 
let's put it straight up. We got a lame duck president. Hopefully he pulls this off. But we should be getting a, a stimulus type of deal. Instead of worrying about spending billions of dollars overseas on wars, because it ain't cheap over there to fight a war, they should be putting that money into the pockets of Americans that need it. I agree. A hundred percent. It's getting ridiculous, especially since, you know, the tier that we're going into on Friday is is only going to be for 14 days. And if it can continue- Expl- explain the tier, because they don't know, you know, if we're in Illinois. Yeah. A lot of people are watching us worldwide, so they do not know what tier one is tier two all that stuff well they're putting us on tier three and tier three means gatherings of 10 people or less um outdoor service only for bars and restaurants insides need to be closed um retail establishment 25 percent below 25 percent capacity um i think they said like large stores like Walmart and Target are at uh, to go less than 50% capacity. Um, Casinos, like slot places, all the slot places and casinos in Illinois are being shut down as of midnight Friday. Uh, And the only thing that they ain't done crap with is the schools. And I think the school should be freaking going to virtual learning. You said that adamantly before the show. Yeah, I said that the schools need to go into complete remote learning because, you know, going past the high school here, they're outside for PE. Nobody's wearing masks. They're not social distancing. Every Friday. We we went past that junior high, man. They were all walking, holding hands almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were. And then um now, and every I know Friday, it, I know it don't affect kids as bad as a, you know, No, the but they can adults. still be tra- they can still They're transmitters. Tra- yeah, exactly. And like every Friday I get a phone call from the high school, you know, last week and By the way, you need to tell them to take me off their damn list. Well, they haven't even taken me off the list yet. But it's kind of interesting to hear how many happen every week there. <laughs> this past week Last week, from Monday to Friday, they had 19 cases at the high school. And the very next thing they say after they say they had 19 is it's not linked for getting, they're not, it's not being linked to the school. How is that possible? 19 cases the week before 12, the week before that 9, the week before that 13. How is it not being linked to the school i do not understand uh well i agree because what was last week's number 19 19 then you got to figure it goes to the whole family yes because i don't think you can stop it once it's in the house no you know maybe put somebody in their own room or something but i don't think it can actually stop okay it. well let's just take one person for example and let's say they live in a household of four four people total so it's the one person plus three extra people you got that one person who tests positive for covid the other three people are at risk for testing positive or at least being carriers 
Hmm. You got those other, you know, you got the one that's now in quarantine and on isolation and in the house or wherever. Then you got those other three people that are probably maybe one still going to school. You got the parents that possibly might still be going to work. Hello? (laughs) Hmm. How many people have they been around? How many other? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I completely understand what you're saying. It's like a a domino effect. It is a domino effect. And I think the schools are letting everybody down. And they're trying to hide the fact that, yeah, it's coming in that school. And, again, it don't affect kids like it does, you know, say us. Right. But at the same time, they're spreading it through the community. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm actually waiting to see what happens when I get the call Friday to see how many happened from this for this week. You know, I want to see if that what if, you know, okay, 19 last week. I'm dying to see what this week brings. Well, if there's a 20 percent rate that was higher than actually when this first started going. Now the hospitals are at capacity. Yeah, they are. They're about to run. Well, I know for a fact that uh, I believe it was Swedes or I don't know. It was either Swedes or OSF. One of the two hospitals is has shut down everything elective. Well, before I came on the air, I was actually talking to my cardio doctor over Zoom. Yeah, you were. And she said they're at capacity. Yeah, they're at full capacity. And, what, and that's in Wisconsin. Yeah, they're at full capacity. And I think Wisconsin, what happened with Wisconsin? Did they uh, lock down yet? They're on, I think they're on the same lockdown as we are starting Friday. So I know a lot of people are complaining about the lockdowns, about government interference. I get it. Uh, your, you know, your God-given right to liberty and stuff. But I don't think people are taking it serious enough. Wear your masks and wash your hands. Come on. It's It's that simple. Well, it's just like uh, how Corey said. In the 1800s, they thought we'd have flying cars by now, and how the hell are we going to have flying cars if you can't wash your damn hands? I'm telling you. It's ridiculous. It's like it... I even had... When we had the grandkids over, Mm -hmm. you know, and we were having them wash their hands. And we're really, really protective of the grandkids because of the grandbaby, uh, the grandson. Yes, exactly. So... You know, I would, even though we're in our own home, you know, I always make them wash their hands before they eat and, you know, stuff like that and make sure they wash their hands after they use the washroom. You know, and I told them, I said, they they asked me, how do you know, Katerina, she's the older one. She asked me, you know, how do you know if you're, you're washing your hands right? And I, show, I told her, I said, well, you got to sing the alphabet because that's about, you know, 15, 20 seconds. And then I showed her how she go to get in between your fingers, you know, scrubbing underneath your fingers, the tops and the bottoms. I actually had them washing all the way up to their forearm, middle of their forearm. And she's like, nobody ever told me this before. And I'm like, okay. And now I guess she does it all the time with her sister. Well, that's good with uh, Evie Girl and stuff. But it's like, you know... I'm 47 years old. I'm in the back room at work singing the alphabet in my head while I'm washing my hands. I mean, that's a blonde thing. But it, but then you know you're doing it for the right amount of time instead of just going scrub, scrub, rinse, yeah, yeah, 
What is that? What is that going to do? That ain't going to do nothing. That ain't going to do nothing. You know? And it's like, that's not going to do nothing. You got to really wash your hands. And then even after I wash my hands, I go by my register where there's this nice big bottle of hand sanitizer. And I put that on too. Your hands are like raw. I know. Uh, The other, like, I think it was the middle of last week. I actually, my hands were so dry from doing all this that my, my skin was starting to crack. Man. Because it's, you know, you're washing them a hundred times a day and you're using, I'm using hand sanitizer after every customer. So it's, it's getting crazy, but you got to do what you got to do. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to come back and talk about how this is affecting uh, nursing homes and stuff. Hi, this is China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock And welcome back. We're talking about uh, COVID and how it's uh, affecting uh, the social uh, structure of this country right now. Yes, Hollywood and China Dow is a part of the Insane Throttle brand, and we really appreciate uh, China Dow. She is doing awesome on this show I, she was a little rusty when you first got started but she's doing great now she's really into it so i think uh you know congratulations goes out to china man 53 episodes uh, we're running the season because people asked us well what's the difference between the seasons we're in season one we go 100 episodes then we go to season two so back on to our discussion all right Talk about the nursing homes. Well, with this lockdown, you know, there the, it's the isolation, the loneliness. It, you know, I mean, it's a major problem. And if you, if you people see on social media, a lot of times you'll see pictures of people visiting their family members that are in nursing homes, and they're literally behind closed windows using cell phones. Which, and and it's bad enough with nursing homes. Let's talk about it. That's one of the reasons why I wouldn't put my mom in one or my grandmother in one. Because it's like they're they're forgotten once they're going in there. Because you go on with your life and they're lonely. So it's bad enough that happens. Now throw in COVID. And they're really isolated now. Don't they keep them in their rooms? And they're not allowed uh, in the general area anymore? Uh, it's like they're prisoners. Yeah, well, it's like they can go into, I mean, when our daughter was working in the senior living facility, they were able to come out, but only like, f- you know, five people. If that, they had to be masked. Um, and like when she was working there, she was masked. She had the eye protection and she also had one of those shields. So she was like covered <laughs> facially completely and she said she used to see a lot of people and a lot of family members and the downfall is is it's if unless you're on the first floor you're not going to be able to get visual you know like people coming outside your window to say hello and 
you know, even behind a window, they're having them mask up. And it, they're not getting what they need. You know, like, I'm a huggy person. I like hugs. Can't do it. You know, I'm seeing people do this. Don't even do it. Just don't even do it. What you need to do is if you've got somebody that's in the elderly, you got to figure out a way how you can FaceTime so they can see your face uh, and call them more, be in more contact with them, making sure they're okay because a lot of these places are not, like 100% not letting visitors. So it's causing them to get more depressed and be more lonely and it's, I mean, they're older people. I think that affects their uh, mental status as well. Uh, Chris Como up in New York City, he won't admit it, but he killed a lot of freaking people in those nursing homes when he put the sick in them. It's like the elderly take the abuse after working all their lives, paying their dues, paying their, taking care of their families. They're put in the nursing homes, and next thing you know, they're just forgotten, like I said. But the medical, they're deprived of that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Again, just look at New York. Look at what's going on around you know our area right now. It's the same damn thing. It's like abuse. Yeah. Well, they're saying that like there's a lot of ways to interact with your family, especially if they're not ones that are in your home with you. Because, you know, a lot of these places, people are saying don't, you know, only have the holidays with which are approaching with your immediate family and not to have anybody come from the outside. They're saying they're recommending that you do like Zoom or FaceTime or Skype. And I actually like Zoom. I really like Zoom. You actually were saying that after you got off the uh, got off with your doctor call. Because we're going to be having a Zoom meeting once a month with our members over at Insane Throttle. And I was like, man, this thing is cool as hell. It kills Skype. I hate Skype, man, because the connections and stuff just suck with Skype. Mm-hmm. But Zoom would be a perfect avenue to go to keep in touch with your grandparents or great-grandparents. You just got to show them how to do it. Because a lot of the older people, they don't know how to get on the internet. No. And I think that some of these nursing homes, I don't know if they do have this, they need to set up like an area where you can put them in front of this camera on a Zoom channel and get them in touch with their families. Because it is heartbreaking when you see these families having to sit outside of a damn window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the other thing that they're saying, too, is um, it's called a driveway visit. It's basically you go to a family, like, go by a family member, want, you know, like, our fa- my family's out in, like, Schaumburg and all that, and, you know, you drive, you drive by and you basically stay in your car and they stay six feet away from your car with masks on, and you socialize that way. Well, that's just like the the drive-by birthday stuff, and I really liked it because with the bikers, they were doing it all year, you know, all year this year with the little kids and stuff. Because it must be heartbreaking not being able to celebrate your birthday and stuff, especially for a kid. The only thing I don't agree with is the thank thanksgiving stuff they're actually asking people 
to wear masks in their own homes with other people. Which, if you don't know the people, where they've been and all that stuff, yeah. Uh, but having family like that, that, what kind of freaking holiday is that? I just think at that point they're becoming vindictive when they're trying to tell you what to do in your own home. Yeah, extremely, because it's your house. You should be able to do what you want, when you want, in your own home. I mean, our daughter's coming home. And she's got to get tested before she leaves Wisconsin. And then when she goes back, she has to get tested again. I think that's where people start getting all these theories that the government's trying to take over your life. And you know what? I have to agree with some of that stuff. But then on the other hand, you're on the fence when it comes to lockdowns, when you actually know somebody that had it that passed away from it. And you're like, damn, that's a wake-up call right there. I remember in December, I started hearing the rumblings because I keep in touch with the news a lot because that's what I do is the news stuff. And I remember it all started in December. And then you got to ask yourself, you know, why they didn't close up earlier. And uh, Yeah, politics aside, they should have closed every damn thing up especially when that was starting to come out. You are actually looking at the history of pandemics, and this is beco- becoming one of the big ones. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, you actually looked up how many people have died worldwide mm-hmm. during the COVID, and it was it's a lot. Well, it's what, a lot. you know, you had the Black Plague. Yeah. I mean, it goes back as far as, like, back in the year 300, and it seems, you know, the big thing right now is every hundred years, there's something It going is. On. Every hundred years. Do you got that? Because it specifically states... I couldn't believe it when I seen this. I was like, it's that's a pattern. It specifically stated about all the way back to like 1720. And it was insane. 1720, there was one. Then 1820, there was one. The 1920 and now. And 2020. But, I mean, mind you, there are other ones that are in between all those. But the real bad pandemics, those were like, what, the top ten or something? Yeah. Here, 100-year pandemic timeline. <laughs> Fast check. 1720, there was a plague. 1820. What was the plague? She's like, why'd you ask me that? I don't have it up on my screen. I don't know. It wasn't up here. <laughs> I know cholera and all that type of stuff was it back says, then. It says 1720 to 1722, it was known as the Great Plague of Providence. It was infestation, fever caused, by, caused from rodents biting humans, bites of infected fleas. Caused one of the worst pandemics in history. Then, around 1820, you got cholera. The cholera is no joke back then. Then, around the 1920s, you've got the Spanish flu, also called the Great Influenza. And what was even worse about the influenza one, that's when World War I was going. So not only do you got the flu killing your ass, you had to worry about bullets killing you. Exactly. 
and that was what 1920 there was like 25 30 million people that died of that worldwide yep yep and then of course now the coronavirus i mean there were other pandemics in between there were other viruses just it's just too coincidental that every hundred years there's something well they didn't have the AIDS epidemic in there. I think the AIDS one was a pandemic as well. The AIDS epidemic. And that's the one that Dr. Fauci was on that everybody goes to now that's always damn wrong. He screwed that one up as well. Exactly. And the the highest the highest rate for the AIDS was I believe it said between 2005 and 2012. That's because people thought, oh, you know, we got meds now. We can live with it. They got stupid. Mm-hmm. They got stupid. It's ridiculous. Okay, like here it goes. There's plagues in here that nobody's probably ever heard of. Uh, 165 AD, the Antone Plague. Mm-hmm. All right. What was that? Uh, well, it killed. Uh, continued. Da, 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 da. How many you kill? Ew. Symptoms included fever, sore throat, diarrhea, and live long in pus-filled sores. Yuck. It's kind of like the Black Plague. It's It says it was the early appearance of smallpox. Smallpox. Yeah. And we eradicated smallpox, but now you got people that actually say, well, you know, we're not going to vaccinate our kids because of religious stuff. And those are the ones that usually come up with it. Then now there's an outbreak of smallpox. Well, and then, hey, 1350, they had the uh, had a thing called the Black Death. Well, the Black Death was, uh, that was the plague. It was the bubonic plague. The bubonic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I, I'm so morbid. Why do I look all this up? Because it's you, and then you wonder why you have freaking nightmares all the freaking time. In 1665, the Great Plague of London. So, yeah, we got enough there, China Dow. We don't have to, you know, waste the show on that type of stuff. But it is interesting, the pattern. 1981. Okay, 1981. HIV and AIDS. Well, HIV and AIDS, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting how it came every hundred years. It's like clockwork. 2003. It's like clockwork. SARS. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. when the, the ones that killed, like, the ones with the highest death toll were every hundred years. Interesting. And China actually found that out. The, see, the problem with China is when she finds something interesting she overdoes it she, she overdoes it she's like don't shut up sorry <laughs> yeah get back to your little doll thing there man that's what she does when she comes up with the subject she loses attention span well i find i just found it and here's me looking it up while i'm taking the dogs outside and they're going to the bathroom is when i'm looking up all this stuff <laughs> but it's i just find it very very interesting that every hundred years we've had such high death tolls right due to viruses and it's 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 a scary thing and you know what's funny what a lot of the viruses that we're getting now 
our ancestors were actually immune to. Yeah, I'm still grossed out by that show you were watching and how they were, the, the like, the way they vaccinated for... Oh, John Adams, when they cut out... Yeah, that's how oh, they used to vaccinate so in those gross. days. Well, that's the way medicine was. They cut their I skin. believe after Rome fell is when we... Uh, that's why it's called the medieval ages, because they forgot everything. But... You had the Greeks, you had the Romans, a lot of knowledge, a lot of a lot of medicinal stuff they knew, and after that ran out, it, the world went to shit. <laughs> well, I think the biggest thing with everything that's going on in today's world is, you know, if you know people that live by themselves, if you, you know, have family members that are in nursing homes or even friends that are, you know, in nursing homes, you got to find a way to keep in touch with them so they don't feel so isolated. Well, I know suicides are going up. Depression is going Depression up. Depression is going through the freaking roof. Because people don't know how they're going to pay their freaking bills. And I believe that's where everything's being dropped. I believe that's where they need to step up on the freaking stimulus. <laughs> Just saying. Get the stimulus going, damn it. I mean, it's like for months, that's all you would ever hear about. And now all of a sudden for like the past, what, maybe two months, you ain't heard nothing. You haven't heard nothing about it. Yeah, ever. I think that what they're trying to do is if Biden does get into the presidency, they want to make it a win for him. Mm. I don't care about wins right now. I don't care about wins either. I just want to make sure all our bills are paid. Exactly, because, because you're it, an essential worker. I'm considered an essential worker because I work at a gas station, but there's you know there's always that chance that, you know, I mean, he owns 50 locations. So what if, capital if, air quotes, you know, what if they tell him he has to shut down half? I mean, we don't know where this is going to go. No. Nobody knows where this is going to go. You, there, there's always that chance. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know it from one day to the next. You don't even know if somebody that you were standing next to, you know, five days ago, you know, waiting in line at Walmart or whatever. You don't know anything about that person. What happens if the person that you just bumped into at Walmart, like literally just literally bumped into them? You know, how do you know that they weren't sick? You don't know. Well, I know uh, we stay away from them like it's the plague, man. I won't even go in an aisle if there's people in it. I will wait down at the end cap until there's no one in the aisle, and then I'll go down the aisle. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just paranoid. Now, what do you think about You just said you're paranoid, and a lot of people are going to come back and say, well, the government's doing that on purpose. They're trying to make you paranoid. They're trying to control you. Nobody's controlling me. This is my choice. I'm doing it by my choice. I, I have a bad immune system, and I don't need to bring it home to Hollywood or our son. Oh, I'd be pissed. Especially since I am an essential worker. Now, mind you, the only things that we've been doing besides at home is I go to work, and the only other place we've been going is Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, with the exception of, yes, you know, when I bought my toy. Right. <laughs> but there was barely anyone in the store because that's, we're making sure that there's, and we're going in protected with masks and whatnot, and I have hand sanitizer hanging from my purse, and 
You know, even though they claim they clean these carts, whenever I get a shopping cart, I put hand sanitizer on my hand and wipe down the hand thing mm. <laughs> on the cart. Well, you know, so, sure. some people do have legitimate concerns about the government getting too overbearing. Uh, Justin Trudeau just came out in Canada and said uh, the, about the Great Reset that, you know, the media has been pushing that around like it's a conspiracy theory. And he said COVID-19 was the perfect time to go ahead and start the Great Reset, meaning, uh, in a, you know, one world government, all that type of deal. Uh, I was just going to ask you, what the hell is that Great Reset? I don't even know. Well, that's what the Great Reset is. I don't know what it is. Where they want to control everybody. Uh, it's like a, a socialist type of uh, government and stuff. Okay, but everybody has their own mind and they can make their own decisions. I mean, some people don't make good ones. You know, I'm not perfect. But, you know, how how can you consider the government controlling you? I mean, I get it. They get, they're shutting crap down. So that is control. But there's a lot of people out there that are not even listening to what the government's saying. Well, that comes to the fact of how hard is it to wash your hands? How hard is it to put your mask on? How hard is it to stay away from everybody? If that was happening, we wouldn't have all this crap going on. That's true, but you still got all the people because, you know, uh, especially in our area, like our whole county, our whole county... You know, they're they're getting, you know, shut down orders from the CDC and they're ignoring them until they get them from the courts. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's starting to get bad when they're loading reefer trailers as temp temporary morgues. I heard that's going on out west. Yeah, they're actually and, you know, probably they have to use refrigerated trailers for the morgues now because there's just so many of them. And no you wa we watched that uh, one show, it was about cremation, about how they're having trouble keeping up now. Yeah. yeah. So it's a very serious problem, yeah. and until the naysayers take it serious, it's not going to stop. Yeah. It really isn't. Now, there's vaccines coming out. 90% effective Another one was 95, I think, or something like that. Yeah, and we were actually, we were reading over, before we went on air, we were reading over the order. They only gave, like, a partial order of who's going to get it when it's completely out and about. And the first people are going to be the healthcare workers. Well, yeah, they need which to. Which they need to, because they're dealing with it. They're on the front lines of it. You know, and then the, the next step would be those that have... Um, what, what how did how did it word it pre like really bad pre-existing right which uh, we would fall into yeah but it's like i'm still on the fence on whether or not i want to do it why are you on the fence i want to know the side effects that's my biggest fear i mean i i know it's different than it's going to be probably different than getting the flu vaccine cuz when i you know the last time i got the flu vaccine i was sick for like weeks so that's my fear is the side effect. The side effects is my fear because I can't be without working. Because you got a lot of people that said it was rushed and yeah, which I don't know, man. It, I think they've had it in the works. Just saying. Well, yeah, 
You probably have the Chinese over there that had it in the freaking works the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's other countries that do have it. One thing that I don't like is they're American companies. They said half is going to the U.S. and half to around the world. Why? That's what I ask. You know, you take care of your own people first. Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. That's That means less people in the United States would be getting it. And they did say that even though there's a vaccine coming out, the lockdowns are going to continue. Yeah. And if you look at these every hundred years, it lasts it lasted years, these pat- pandemics. It didn't well, last I, a, a year. It n- lasted a couple years. A majority, and I'm not saying all, but a majority, even the ones that aren't listed for the every hundred years, I've noticed a trend of, like, two to three years for each one two to three years yeah because like one of them was like i think it was the one from the 1720s mm-hmm. that one was like 1719 to 1721 and then you had the the spanish flu which was about two to three years and the aids epidemic still going on they still don't have a damn vaccine for that no just medication to help that's it yeah so that's been going on since what the early 80s or 1981 881 and now it's almost 2021 mm-hmm. what 30 years oh look at you do math almost 30 years that's huh. insane yeah it's ridiculous um they can't you know how can they not find a cure in that time or, i don't know and all the billions of dollars that people raise and stuff like that. I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, you know, for like uh, October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, look at all the money that gets raised from businesses and stuff. And they still haven't found anything. They haven't found anything. Not a damn thing. What is? What did Britt talk about when she was working at that place? She felt really bad for all the seniors that were living there because with them not being able to have any visitors... They're not being able to uh, socialize that much with the people that are living in the facility because majority of them basically stayed in their rooms most of the time. So the only socialization that they were getting is basically when they got their food trays. Did she f- see a lot of depression kick in? She did. Uh, yeah, like very much so. Uh, she was the activities director, so she tried to do as much as that she could, even if it was just a one-on-one thing. So they had some, you know, social interaction. She would even, you know, she'd go play cards with them, or they do, because uh, seniors like doing crafts. She would do crafts with them, but she just felt she just felt really bad that, you know, they couldn't get the visitors with their family. A lot of them don't have like cell phones or any of that. So contact via cell phone, they didn't have it. Uh, I'm sure she did help one lady uh, set up like the, uh, like she had a Facebook page and she didn't know how to use FaceTiming through Messenger. So she showed her how to use it and that she, that lady got so excited that she was able to actually see her family for the first time in like months visually. So that was something that was fun, which I think people that work in the facilities need to help out the older people and show them how to do it so they can actually, like you said, have like a have like a, a laptop or a tablet 
where everybody can sign up to go make a phone call, something, so they can see facially, you know, their family and get some sort of interaction other than being stuck in a room 24-7. It's like they're prisoners in their own home. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Sad state of affairs going on in this country right now. I think everybody's fighting against each other instead of trying to figure out the damn problems. Uh, I think that's why a lot of these lockdowns are happening is because people don't want to, you know. So uh, even if you push COVID-19 out of the way, Mm -hmm. the flu. It sucks too. It sucks. It leads to pneumonia, all that kind of stuff. You'd think you wouldn't want to catch the damn flu. Yeah, which, well, what timing we've got. Well, I'm hoping that now that the flu season's coming around with all the masks and all the hand washing, all the distancing, that's not going to be as bad. Yeah, but if people actually freaking do it. Yeah, and start stop calling freaking uh, workers bitches and all that type of stuff and just, arguing like they're two freaking years old. Just do what you got to do. I mean, it's what is the big deal? I mean, if I got to wear mine for seven, eight-hour shift... How hard is it for you to put one on for five minutes to get your pack of cigarettes? Well, it was funny. There was a, I was reading about a 30-year-old that uh, was in Texas, and when he was dying, he actually looked up because he went to one of them COVID parties, and he looked up at the doctor and says, you know what, I wish I took this seriously, and next thing you know, he died. It's no, it, That's why I keep on saying, why keep on... I get it, political views and all that type of stuff. You don't want the government stepping on all your rights, but there has to be a point in time where you say, you know what, I need to take this kind of stuff serious. And you know who's taking these things serious that everybody laughed at? Oh. The preppers. Everybody made fun of the preppers, and they're the ones that actually called this one. You know, prepping with food, prepping for social disobedience, the preppers really had this one nailed, and it's not even really that bad right now, but if it got bad to civil unrest and stuff, you you bet you'd want to listen to them damn preppers, and you might want to do it yourself, is start prepping, get canned food, get all that type of stuff. I say get yourself a gun, because you're going to need one. If it gets really bad out there, really bad, it ugh, you can already see it. Well, it's just like I went into the bathroom today and I, I yelled out to you. I don't know if you heard me. I'm like, I sit in a studio soundproof and hey, can you hear me? No, I can't hear you. I go, I go, damn it. We're on the last roll of toilet paper. Shit. They better still have some. Are they hoarding it again? <laughs> well, they're making a run on uh, the stores right now. So I'm like, oh, well, there's toilet paper down in the downstairs bathroom. I'm stealing that. There you <laughs> But it's like, is it going to go back to that again? Where there, you can't find toilet paper? I think it might because people are actually getting scared now because of the percentages of the counties that are high. Well, we people, never hit 20% in this county. Well, if people do what they're supposed to do, maybe it wouldn't be an issue. I mean, I don't go out to the bars or nothing. Do you? No. No, I never, you never did any. Bars. You never did anyways. No, I don't like bars. But it's like, I, I get it. I feel bad for the small businesses. 110% I do. But They got to make a living. I get it. I get it too. And, and I'm not trying to knock any business of any way, way shape, or form because everybody's got to be able to pay their bills. I don't know when you have a bills. damn bar or have a freaking bus pull out. See, that pissed me off when I heard that. You're damn right. 
I mean, that, I get that, it. Being a neighborhood bar, you know, try to do what you need to do, but having a whole damn bus pull in, come yeah, on. Yeah, uh, he said there was a full size bus parked outside. It was either Friday or Saturday night at that bar. And we don't know how many people were in that. He also mentioned that that same bar made their windows darker tinted. Els did, right? Yeah. They made it darker tinted, but they tinted the windows on the on the bar itself darker, so people cannot see in to see if there's people inside. Now, is the local cops going to be enforcing mm, anything? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, according to the sergeant that I talked to last night, he says until they get a specific email from the chief after this goes in, because it's not going to go in effect until midnight Friday. So he said they probably won't get any information from the chief until Saturday, maybe even Sunday. And being that it's the weekend, I don't know what the chief does, but until they get an email telling them specifically from the chief what they are supposed to enforce, they're not going to do anything. Which way you think they're going with it? Uh, I think they're probably just going to leave it alone. Personally, because... And then what's the, going to happen is the spread. Yep. But I don't know. I I, I, you know, mean, I, I like... understand where all the businesses are coming from and not wanting to shut their doors. Because, yeah, like you said, they got to make a living. They all have bills to pay. They got employees. I get it. I do get it. But there's the other side of the coin where are these people wearing masks in a bar? I doubt it. No, they're not wearing because masks gonna in a be, bar. Because they're going to be drinking. Why would you wear a mask if you're drinking? You're going to do like I get stuck doing at work and I got to take my drink, lift my mask, take a sip and put it right back. No, they're not going to do that at a bar. They're not. You know, so it's like, it's just, I don't know, this whole thing is just getting out of hand. It is getting out of hand and I think personal responsibility needs to start coming into play with a lot of people. And again, the naysayers, if you want to naysay all you want, man, go out there and uh, get around some of these crowds, man. See if you come down with it and uh, see what you say when you get it. Mm-hmm. Is it just the flu? You know, when people that are in tip-top shape uh, real good are getting this stuff and then they die or they're getting put on ventilators. Do, you, do they know how, what it takes to get put on a ventilator with uh, the throat uh, tool and all that stuff? I think it would just be easier just to put on a damn mask than to go through all that crap. Oh, yeah. Remember the picture we were looking at showing how this is how an intubation works? Yeah. And they showed the side view of somebody being intubated through their mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and then it even said on there, it said, it's just easier to put on your mask. Right. I actually got that on my uh, Facebook. I know. I saw it. That's how I saw it. <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense. I mean, I looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, the hell? I want to hang that picture up in my work. Right. Well, episode 54, we're going to be live. You, all, you always love the live stuff. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, it kind of sucks, though, is I'm... Over here in the corner now, so let's see how this works. <laughs> well, you'll just be able to pull the comments up on your phone like you would. That's why I went and uh, got you that uh, tablet holder, but you've been using your Pepsi can for the holder. I know, I've been leaning it on my Pepsi can. Hello! Well, because the way the desk is, it that stand needs to be in front, but we got to figure that out. Well, all you have to do is move it. 
Yeah, but there's not a ledge. There's a ledge on there. I'm looking at the ledge. All right, fine. Then I'll just move it. You want to be difficult all the time. I know. You know, those with bipolar, all they do is want to bitch. I do not. That's what you do. Last night, I almost threw you out a window. Can I say I can fly? <laughs> you can try to fly all you want out that second story. And I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. I give three warnings with me. And I got all three last night. <laughs> After that, no, don't work out, man. I, You know what? I went down to my hole, my man cave. You looked at me and you go, and that's number three. And I'm like. And she puts her head down. <laughs> I put my head down. I'm like, I'm shutting up now. I don't. She knows. Once I get the three, I get pissed. You know, I try <laughs> to deal with one and two, but at three, no. That's uh, at that point, you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> I love the look on your face. You're like, and that's number three, and you're not getting another one. <laughs> she puts her head down like she's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I go bed now. <laughs> Living with people with bipolar is a bitch, man. And we actually covered bipolar in a previous episode, but it sucks. Everybody thinks she's lovey-dovey and funny. <laughs> Get out of here with that, man. I don't even want to hear that stuff. Uh, she puts on a good act for everybody else, but damn, as I have to deal with this stuff afterwards, went and grabbed the, and got high as hell because that's the only way I could calm down was get you're, high. You're like, I'm going downstairs. I'm like, take the dogs. <laughs> you're like, no, they're not allowed in my room. Right. <laughs> so with that, that was, uh, what was this episode? 52. 52. Or 53. 53. I think it was 53. I don't know what I say at the beginning. I don't know. <laughs> See, you're not a good host. You know, you were doing great, and then you screwed it up. It was 53. 53. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was a good show, everybody. Uh, don't forget to catch us on the live. Don't forget to catch us on YouTube and all the podcasting platforms. Don't forget to leave a comment. You got a subject you want us to cover, go ahead and email us. I'm Hollywood. I'm Chinadel. Wash uh, your hands. Wear your mask. Wash your hands, you idiots. Hi, this is Chinadel from Hollywood and Chinadel Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys.